Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we enter the book of Mark at the beginning of chapter 4, where, as Pastor Jim will point out, marks a turning point in Jesus' ministry. What was the turning point? His teaching style shifted. He started teaching in parables, and he did so for reasons he explained plainly to his disciples. But didn't teaching in parables make his points more difficult to understand? Yes, it did. Well, then why did he choose to obscure his teaching in this way at this time? Well, it has something to do with the recent response of the people, and especially the religious leaders, to his teaching and miracles. You might even say it was a consequence of their rejection of him. And as Jesus goes to the sea and takes his place on a boat just offshore to teach these huge crowds, Pastor Jim will explain. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, The Kingdom of Heaven Today. Well, the flood wasn't a good day for earth. Okay? In his judgment, he is in charge. Uh, some people get the idea that you know, there's, God kind of has good days and bad days, and on the bad days he has to judge things. He, he's good, as we sing, all the time. He is in charge, and that was his doing even back at the flood. Psalm 47 and verse 7, For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful song. Psalm, Psalm 103, 19, The Lord has established His throne in the heavens and His sovereignty rules over all. So, as you think about the kingdom program of God, facet number one, God is the King of the universe. That's indisputable. It's never changed. Now, it's indisputable. That doesn't mean people don't dispute it because they reject the idea of being accountable to someone, but God is the king. Facet number two of the kingdom diamond. The earth is a temporarily revolted territory within God's universe. Satan is a less powerful rival king. He is a usurper. He now has a, a, a certain rule over the earth. He's called the prince of the power of the air. He's called the, the god of this world. And so uh, he has this certain control, but he's never able to overcome the power of God. He is never able to ultimately destroy his reign. He has a losing hand, if you will, but he's playing it out to the end. Satan and his demons and all men and women who follow him are in rebellion against God's rule. Now what we just saw at the end of Mark chapter 3, you can tell that Jesus was thinking in this way as well of rival kingdoms because Jesus spoke of Satan's influence in the world as a kingdom. In Mark chapter 3, starting in verse 23, he says, How can Satan cast out Satan? 
See, they were saying he casts out demons by Beelzebul, the, the ruler of the demons. And he says, if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. So Satan's rule is a, it is a kingdom. It's just a rebel kingdom. And he, uh, he is the insurgent who is leading this futile but real anti-God revolt. Now, it's significant that Jesus said that about Satan's kingdom just before he spoke the parables that we are about to see. He was thinking and reasoning and teaching in terms of the competing kingdoms of the world and of the universe. That's why Jesus taught you to pray the way that he did. You know this from what usually gets called the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Pray this way. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that Jesus understood and he wants you to understand that there is at this time in this era a lack of the will of God being done consistently on earth. There is need for the kingdom of God to somehow come to earth and come it will. We'll talk about that in a minute. Now, God always rules over the earth because He is the creator and the sustainer of the universe. But at this time, ever since the fall of man back in Genesis chapter 3, God does not maintain absolute control on the earth. Satan has messed that up. He is the one who um, jerks around this world system. God's plan has allowed it, and He is glorified through the playing out of his plan of redemption. All right, look again at your kingdom diamond, facet number three. God has promised to reinstate his rule on the earth. When Adam fell and took all his progeny with him, God immediately made a great promise about what he was going to do. And he stated it, to Satan, the one who empowered the serpent, the one who worked through him. It's in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, the first promise of a Redeemer in the Bible. God says to Satan, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head, that's a fatal wound, and you shall bruise him on the heel, that's an annoying wound. So there's going to be this victor. And it, that, that theme is begun at Genesis 3.15 and plays out through all of Scripture. Throughout the Old Testament is the, the future, or the theme, I should say, of this future reinstatement of the rule of God, which is coming to earth through His Messiah. In other words, God immediately responded to that act of Satan by acting to defeat him. And though right now Satan is being allowed to play out his hand, there's no doubt of God's ultimate victory and the triumph of his kingdom. Now here's a good place for a commercial. I told you, this is one of my favorite kinds of Sundays because I'm going to pretty much teach you the whole Bible, at least in one theme. I hope you will join us the next four Wednesday nights. We're going to teach the whole Bible in a different way. We have a, an intern with us this summer, Chris Mullins, and I'm going to ask him, or I have asked him, to, to teach uh, biblical covenants 
That's another way of looking at the building blocks of how God has put all of this together. It is all the working out of His plan. The point is, He has promised to reinstate His rule on the earth, and we are in the midst of the process of that being worked out. Facet number four of the kingdom of God, diamond. Christ came as the king. That was never a secret. John the Baptist announced it. We saw it when we were introduced to him in Mark. We looked over at the words in Matthew 3. Now in those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea saying, Repent for, you know the words, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Both John the Baptist and Jesus said that because the plan of God is not secret. He said that the kingdom was at hand because the king was there because Jesus is the king. I grew up in the Los Angeles area, area, and I, I commend you to visit there if you have any need of proof that the world is in revolt against God. Um, I escaped, and um, I've come to the front porch of heaven here in Idaho for the majority of my life. I'm thankful for that. But all the years that I was there, uh, <laughs> there was a, a business that used to advertise absolutely relentlessly on radio and television and in newspapers. And I, I would hear, the, especially the radio and TV ads, all the time. This company claimed that they sold more big screen TVs than anyone else in the world. Uh, the owner was a guy named Paul. I think it was called Paul's TV. Um, he did his own radio commercials, and he was very well suited for it. He had one of those annoying voices that would stick with you, and you couldn't get it out of your head. And, and no matter what else was in the commercial, you know, whatever brand it was, whatever size it was, he always had the same tagline. He would mention, you know, the, the king of big screen TVs, and then his very last words would be, I am the king. And every time I would hear that, I would think, Paul... Jesus can hear you. That's not a good thing to be saying. Look, there's one and only king of the kingdom of heaven. And when Jesus came, he came as the king. He offered the kingdom to the Jews of his time. They rejected it because they rejected Jesus as the king. That's why we have this famous passage that we will be getting to again as we work our way through Mark. It's in Matthew 21, verses 42 through 44. This is Jesus speaking to the Pharisees, the spiritual leaders of the Jews, and He said to them, Did you never read in the Scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? This became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you. You the ones who should have embraced it. The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and be given to a nation producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him to dust. Now, we'll pick that apart when we get there, but do you understand? Jesus came and offered the kingdom to the Jews who should have embraced the Messiah, 
And through the influence of their leaders, they, they flatly rejected him, not just turning their backs, but accusing him of being under the control of Satan himself. That's why John 1.11, to put together a couple facets of the diamond. He... If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.